welcome to Political Musings. I'm Amy Manuel, your host. Today on the show, I have a special guest from the state of Ohio, State Representative Casey Weinstein. Welcome to the show, Casey. Thank you for having me, Amy. Very happy to be here. Of course, what we just heard a little while ago was Where Did the Children Play from Cat Stevens. A great tune. We're going to talk a lot about climate change and some of the issues. But uh, first, Casey, tell, tell us all a little bit about you. Ah, my favorite subject. Um, I'm just, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, uh, my name is Casey. Uh, I am the state representative for the 37th House District in Northeast Ohio. I live in a city called Hudson, city of about 23,000 people, nestled between Cleveland and Akron. Um, going back before that, I grew up all over the country. My dad was a uh, military lawyer and then served in the Reagan White House, actually, um, and ended up um, out in New Mexico. He always wanted to go back to where he grew up when my grandpa was on active duty in the Air Force at Sandia Air Force Base in Albuquerque. So that's where I went to high school. Um, and then <clears throat> from there, was accepted into the U.S. Air Force Academy. So I spent four years in Colorado Springs, beautiful Colorado Springs. Um, and after graduation from the academy, was assigned to Los Angeles Air Force Base and then um, married my classmate. When I, a quick story, when I was um, in the cadet gymnasium between my junior and senior year that summer, I was working out in the gym, thought I was by myself. And then a, um, a TV was pointed the wrong way on the wall, an old cathode ray tube TV. I went over to the TV, tried to turn it to where I was, but it fell off its pedestal and it kind of slid down on me. And I was sort of stuck holding it. It's too big to get to the ground, too high for me to get it back up onto the pedestal and get the strap back on it. So I started kind of yelling for help and another cadet found me and help me get the TV to the ground. And that's, that is how I met my future wife, Amanda. So we started dating after that at the Academy. And then she was assigned to Wright Patterson Air Force Base. When we got married, they moved me to Ohio to join her. So that's what brought me to Ohio um, about 16 years ago. And we decided to stay after we got out of the Air Force and um, did graduate education at Ohio State. And then she got hired on as a professor of economics at the University of Akron. I followed her up to Northeast Ohio. And we settled in Hudson, where I began um, looking to serve my community in other ways and ran for city council in 2015, became the first Democrat in a long time on Hudson City Council and the only Democrat, and then uh, flipped a House seat to the Ohio House in 2018 and became the first Democrat in the 37th House District. And I'm now in my second term, finishing up my second term. That was long. I'm sorry. I went on really long. <laughs> but here I am, up for re-election to my third term. Oh, that's great. I'm so glad that you are on the show and that you've been doing good work for Ohio all this time. Great. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Love being in office. I love it. I believe you told me there's some issues with some crazy bills going through the uh, Ohio legislature? Yes, for sure. Um, yeah, 
it's always crazy. Republicans have had a super majority for quite a while now. Um, and what we try to mainly do down there is play defense or make terrible bills slightly less terrible. But they outdid themselves at the end of June as we wrapped up our spring session. Um, there were uh, several bills. There was a um, there was a CRT bill, which we you know CRT I put in air quotes because. <laughs> You know about that this is a made up boogeyman for them, but they passed this bill through, which I think was an Alec bill. You're probably familiar with Alec. They they mm-hmm. crafted screening legislation and farm it out to the states. Well, um, they filed the bill. I don't think they thought through it much. And Jewish groups started contacting me. I'm like I'm one of two Jewish legislators elected anywhere in Ohio at the state level, so um, I end up speaking on Jewish issues outside my district often. And there were we we became worried about how the bill would address teaching the Holocaust, and because it mandated neutrality in everything, would not let a teacher take a side on any issue. So we, um, a reporter, asked actually didn't even ask the bill sponsor. The bill sponsor volunteered during an interview that the bill would oblige any teacher to share the unique value that both sides brought to the Holocaust and Are with you? force, not kidding. <laughs> no, uh. not kidding. Had to tell the German army Nazi perspective alongside the Jewish perspective equally, <laughs> treat them equally. Um, so, you know, that's what I, I blew up on Twitter uh, and I'm trying to get the word out about how extreme this bill is really put them on the defensive um, so that was one of them. Um, and then uh, we've had a couple others that have made their way through. We had a, in response to the shootings, school shootings and epidemic of gun violence, uh, Republicans um, authorized uh, guns in schools. So they want to arm teachers uh-huh. and got rid of concealed carry gun permits. So against I, the police, which is, yeah. What I always say as a, Thinking that more guns is the answer to gun violence is like thinking more donuts is the answer to diabetes. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. But trying to talk sense in that issue is just, I mean, it's like smashing your head against a brick wall. There's just, there's nothing they know how to do except double down. That's all they know how to do. Mm. So guns in classrooms... And, um, you know, uh, guns everywhere, basically, with no permits. Mm-hmm. And that's just, that was their answer to it. Yeah, they, they've they already done that in uh, Texas. Crazy, crazy. Let's take yeah, a little music. Oh, okay, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. So let's take a little music break. This next song is called Earth. And it was released by Lil Dicky. It's a song coming music video that features a long list of famous singers, including Justin Bieber, Miley Cyrus, Ariana Grande, Halsey, Wiz Khalifa, Snoop Dogg, Adam Levine, Shawn Mendes, SIA, Lil John, Katy Perry, Lil Yanni, uh, Ed Sheeran, John Legend, and the Backstreet Boys. It's quite a quite a group that. I love these songs. I play them here uh, from time to time where a whole bunch of musicians or actors 
and so forth get together to sing about a particular issue. And this one is about climate change. So here is all those people I mentioned with the song Earth. What up, world? It's your boy. Just one of the guys down here. Well, I could be more specific. Uh, I'm a human. And I just wanted to, you know, for the sake of all of us earthlings out there, just wanted to say... Shootings, pollution, we under attack on ourselves Like let's all just chill, respect what we built Like look at the internet, it's cracking as hell Fellas, don't you let it when you have sex And I heard women are better than a So what we gotta stand for, what we gotta stand for Love, can we
Amamos la tierra. Come on, everybody. I know we're not all the same, but we're living on the same earth. Have you ever been to Earth? Everyone who's listening has been to Earth, Ariana. We're not making music for aliens here. Are we gonna die? You know what, Bieber? We might die. I'm not gonna lie to you. I mean, there's so many people out there who don't think global warming's a real thing. You know, we gotta save this planet. We're being stupid. Unless we get up together now. That was Earth from Little Dicky and a host of others. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Political Musings, and my guest today is State Representative Casey Weinstein from Ohio. Now, Casey, you were telling us about some of the various uh, crazy bills that went through the Ohio legislature. Do you have any others you want to talk about? I always have more, Amy. There's always <laughs> more. Uh, yeah, so there's uh, the third of the um, brutally extreme bills was an anti-trans uh, bill, which was a ban on trans youth playing uh, youth sports in Ohio. Of course, there's a couple problems with that. One, there's a few problems. One, morally, it's just, you know, uh, sad and wrong. Number two, there was only there have only there only one child in the entire state of Ohio who had petitioned OHSAA, our, our high school sports authority, to play uh, in the sport that aligned with her gender. Uh, and I believe she was like a JV cross country runner. Uh, never never made it to varsity. Um, one child out of 1.8 million kids in school in Ohio. Uh, so another one of these culture war made up target, you know, bills to target people for hate. Uh, and the third problem is that um, the verification method, as pointed out by my brilliant colleague, Beth Liston, uh, who is a representative from the Columbus area, uh, is that it mandated genital, internal genital exams on any child suspected or accused of being trans a witch hunt that would result in a mandated genital exam. And they passed the House. They passed that bill. So, you know, what we're looking at is both sides of the Holocaust, mandated genital exams, book bans, you know, guns everywhere, guns in classrooms. Um, you know, that's the kind of legislation that they're passing right now. It is extreme. It is brutal. It is bullying. It is relentless. It is, uh, you know, when we have real problems in our state, um, it's just made up BS to target marginalized communities. Uh, you know, that's that's what we're fighting. Mm. Well, we, we had a lot of similar bills here in the state of Texas. Our legislature only meets for about six months every two years in odd-numbered years. And uh, one of the things that went through was um, this desire to investigate the parents of trans children. Now, just a couple of blocks from me is my friend uh, Amber Briggle, and she has a trans son. So the state of Texas, Greg Abbott in spe specifically, wants to investigate her. On the other hand, the Democratic nominee running against Greg Abbott Beto O'Rourke, he went to Amber's house on Mother's Day and fixed them all dinner. 
So there you go. I mean, this is the difference. When people tell you there's no difference between the parties, they're not paying attention. Yeah, yeah. Cruelty, unfortunately, has become the the point. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and and what they in in the in the reality of you know massive failures of policy. What they do is they 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 point and target people. I mean, that's their Mm -hmm. mo. Um, they are bullies and, you know, I stand up to them. Um, I kind of love standing up to bullies, um, Mm -hmm. as a Jewish legislator and as a Jewish American, um, I've always stood up for my Jewishness and, um, against anti-Semitism wherever, wherever I've seen it, which included in the U S military. And now I am standing up against these bullies in the state house. Um, and I'm, you know, I think they're used to getting a free pass from most folks and that's just not the case with me. I light them up every day. Follow me at Rep Weinstein on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, before we go on to, to another music break, how do they find you on Twitter, Instagram, what have you? Yeah, I'm at Rep Weinstein, R-E-P-W-E-I-N-S-T-E-I-N across uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and TikTok. I am newly on TikTok. I don't understand it. Um, <laughs> I don't, but I have uh, a, a, youth, a youth team who helps me be a little bit cooler on, uh, on some of them, which is a big job, but that's where I'm at, at Rep Weinstein, W-E-I-N-S-T-E-I-N. Okay, great. Well, let's take another little music break. This is from Curtis Mayfield. This is a great old song. This is Future Shock. And uh, and folks, this is a great song.
that was Curtis Mayfield with Future Shock here on Political Musings. I am your host, Amy Manuel, and my guest today is State Representative Casey Weinstein from the great state of Ohio. Casey, can we move on to the subject of climate change? What's going on there in Ohio? Oh, sure. Yes. Um, How much time do we have? Uh, I'm just, I will try to keep this brief. Okay. Um, have you heard of HB six before? No. In Ohio. Okay. This, um, this it's, it's a massive, uh, energy bill that was funded by utilities and dark money to get passed into law has been found to have now, now the speaker who pushed it through was, um, indicted, uh, farm rated, uh, house rated, uh, misused and misappropriated the money allegedly, and he's going to trial later this year or early next year. Larry Householder, we kicked him out of this, the House of Representatives. First time somebody's been booted out since 1856, I believe, from the Ohio House of Representatives. And um, it is uh, still, unfortunately, the policy of Ohio. Um, it it uh, gutted, it ended our renewable energy standard that had been passed under Ted Strickland in 2008. Uh, It ended our highly effective energy efficiency program, um, and it uh, included a bailout of coal, um, including two coal plants, including an out-of-state coal plant in Indiana, which I visited. It's an hour over the border in Indiana, a coal plant that we are bailing out, thanks Mm -hmm. to HB6. So it doubles down on coal, guts renewable energy, and clean energy and energy efficiency, and was passed Uh, by a corrupt public utilities commission. The chair of that commission has been fired and indicted. His name was Sam Randazzo. He took a bribe, a self-admitted bribe, or admitted bribe by the utilities, um, millions of dollars to go be Mike DeWine's public utilities chair, passed the bill with Larry Householder, signed by Mike DeWine, and that's our our law, despite all the corruption and indictments and soon-to-be jail time, I hope. Um, that has uh, that has come of it. So I, um, you know, have worked really hard in a bipartisan way to whittle that, uh, you know, to basically undo HB6, but they haven't, no substantive steps have been taken to that effect. Um, so recently I put out the Energy Jobs and Justice Act, um, EJJA, which we call it, uh, which is a new um, framework, a new 21st century energy policy for Ohio. So that's the bill that I've been working on, which restores and strengthens our renewable energy standard and puts us on path to to really do something about climate change in the state. And we have uh, similar problems here in Texas. Uh, one of the crazy things that we have here is we have our own grid separate from the rest of the country. Yeah. And one of the things that they failed to do in the legislature was fix the grid. So here we are in the summer where it is increasingly hotter and hotter here. The the next couple of weeks, we just don't have any highs below 100. Every single day is going to be over 100 degrees. One of the things that one of the local newscasters loves to do this time of the year 
is show how you can literally fry an egg on the sidewalk. Yeah. Wow. And uh, so in the midst of all that, we've been having rolling blackouts in many parts of the state, uh, as well as uh, rolling uh, blackouts when we had a huge freeze and people died because in many cases they had no water and they had no heat. So it, it's a tragedy that we really have to address. We cannot yeah. continue on the route we're on. Yeah, yeah, agreed, agreed. Crazy that, um, you know, it, these are the, the absolute basics that you mm-hmm. expect, right, from government. Um, and just incredibly um, sad and, you know, from a human perspective and damning from a government leadership perspective um, that you can't you can't get those very basics done right um, but that's been by design I mean it's been a lack of divestment and a um, you know they haven't kept enough reserve power um, you know the, the, the Abbott has done whatever the utilities have asked him to do when the utilities run the show it's gonna go it's gonna be advantageous to them and their shareholders not to Texans it's the same in Ohio um, the Public Utilities Commission of Ohio uh, is run by, I mean, it's just like the utilities run the show, AEP and First Energy up here. They, uh, you know, they they basically control the Public Utilities Commission who answers to utilities, not to Ohioans. So Ohioans get punished and Ohioans end up bailing out out-of-state coal plants that we don't even get energy from. We don't even have jobs, Ohio jobs at these plants. It's absolutely crazy. Um, so, you know, we need leaders in office who are going to be responsive to Texans and leaders in office in Ohio who are going to be responsive to Ohioans. Absolutely. Let's take another little music break here. A great one from R.E.M. This is R.E.M. It's the end of the world as we know it. Common people, it'll do. Save yourself, serve yourself. World serves its own needs. 
with It's the End of the World as We Know It. I love that song. I thought it was really, really funny that when Donald Trump was running in 2016, that some of the events he would walk on to, it's the end of the world as we know it. And, uh, you know, between that and... YMCA or Macho Man, it's it's as if no one told him what those songs are about. On brand. <laughs> totally on brand. <laughs> All right, so we were talking about um, climate change and problems with uh, our respective states doing the opposite of helping. What are some of the climate events that you are seeing in Ohio? Well, we've had some great organization and thankfully, really gratefully, it's been a lot around my Energy Jobs and Justice Act. Um, There's actually, uh, I think there's a website, um, the... I'm going to have to look that up, but um, we created a whole campaign around it. Um, yeah. Energyjobsandjustice.org. Uh, energyjobsandjustice.org. And you can see we've had town halls, uh, calls for action. Um, you can follow them on social media. There's been a whole, uh, there's, there's a really great um, campaign that we've been able to put with our partners in the environmental community together about this. So, you know, instead of just playing defense all the time, it's all about who's on offense and who is on defense, Amy White. Um, we need to be on offense. We need to have a message. It can't just be what's so bad about HB6 and our current policy. There's plenty, but people need a vision and something to look toward to, forward to and look toward. And that's what we hope, you know, our bill becomes is the framework for a real discussion about uh, a 21st century energy policy that benefits all Ohioans you know, from cities to Appalachia. Um, so that's, uh, there's some great calls to action there. And are you having some extreme events uh, with weather there? We have had a, one of the biggest things we've had, we've had invasive species. We've had um, algal blooms in Lake Erie, which uh, the Lake Erie watershed is in my district. Mm. So this very much impacts my, um, my district, you know, it's a huge economic driver. It's a huge source of drinking water. And the western basin of Lake Erie um, has just had persistent uh, heat. It's been too hot and too much runoff uh, from western, northwestern Ohio coming into it that has, at times, at, at one point, um, made the water undrinkable because of the algal blooms. Um, so they had to cut off the water from uh, from Lake Erie for the Toledo area, affecting uh nearly a million Ohioans up there. So, and then we've also had, I mentioned invasive, invasive species, but we've also had uh, torrential rain and it's gotten wetter in Ohio where it's gotten drier out West. It's gotten wetter in Ohio to the point where it has uh, been damaging to farmers. So uh, it's made it difficult on, um, uh, on farmers and our crops and, you know, a huge part of our driver in our economy 
And then finally, it's just getting hotter. You know, we have, um, it's not, you know, it's not exceptional heat or uh, it's not out of the norm. It's, it's oppressive heat waves that happen earlier and later in the year. Um, you know, wider, t- wider times, broader period of time during the year that put human health at risk. And of course, air quality issues because of our topography, our, our, our land. We have a lot of valleys in Ohio and a lot of areas where bad air, you know, literally because of our excessive use of coal that we're subsidizing, uh, you know, impacts air quality. In fact, one of the reasons I ran for office was because my daughter has um, childhood asthma and has bad breathing days, um, you know, so we can correlate those to bad air quality days when she has to take her inhaler. So it's very personal to me. I can remember back in 2005, uh, I had someone with me. We were heading down to, to Crawford. This was back when Bush was president. And as we're driving down the freeway, and, uh, and the person I was with is was a veteran, had been to Afghanistan and Iraq. There was a light-up sign on the tollway that said, Ozone Action Alert, and he looked at me like, what is that? <laughs> was there an attack or something? I said, no, that's just, it's hotter than hell in Texas, and uh, all the pollution and ozone has gotten to a point where the air is not breathable, and they recommend you not go outside if you're, you know, too young or too old to withstand the ridiculous ozone levels, and bad ozone levels. It comes it, right, Amy. It comes back to the basics. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the air we breathe, the power. You know, like the very basics that they're failing at. Um, They're failing our children and our elderly who are going to suffer the most from it. And it's a damning indictment of their governorship, uh, their stewardship. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a a cry for (sighs) democratic leadership. That's what we need, progressive leadership. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, this next one is the first time I played this on the show. This is... From Miley Cyrus, the song is called Wake Up America. Here's Miley Cyrus with Wake Up America. Several moments of your consideration Leading up to the final destination Oh, the earth is calling out I wanna learn what it's all about But everything I read is global warming going green I don't know what all this means But it seems to be saying Wake up America We're all in this together It's our home So let's take care Wake up, America Tomorrow become the new 
right, that was Wake Up America with Miley Cyrus. I am so glad you joined in today to listen to this great show with my great guest, Casey Weinstein, a state representative from Ohio. Casey, let's go one more time. Tell me uh, how folks can find you in the various websites and social media. I'm sorry, I was on mute. <laughs> I was dying. <laughs> oh, God, classic. Um, I am at uh, Rep Weinstein on social media, Rep, W-E-I-N-S-T-E-I-N. And I am also at KCForOhio.com, KCFOROhio.com. You can find uh, out more about me and my work in Ohio there. I'm very active. You'll see me. Once you follow me, you'll see. All right, great. And, of course, you can find this show on FBRN. You can listen to the archives that are usually posted at politicalmusings.show. And there are, uh, on Twitter, I'm at ProudTXLib. Uh, I'm also on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, I want to remind folks, if you know of a candidate that is progressive, pro-choice, Democrat, and you would like to um, make me aware of them and have them on the show, you can email me at ProudTexasLiberal, that's P-R-O-U-D-T-X for Texas, Liberal, L-I-B-E-R-A-L, at gmail.com. Let me know. I am happy to have folks from all over the country, and I don't care if you're running for school board or city council or dog catcher, all the way up to the top of the ballot. I am happy to have you on and let you, you know, tell us more about you and what you're doing to promote social justice. So let's end the show with Casey just some final thoughts that you would like to tell our listeners yeah I mean I the theme I think um throughout has been two things one failing to you know failing in basic governorship uh we can see that in air quality in water quality in delivering energy people to people um, just persistent failure to do the absolute basics in Republican-governed uh, states, um, w- along with rampant corruption, you know, and allowing seeding power to uh, big-moneyed interests to run uh, to run the show. Um, and the second is targeting and ob- obfuscating and refusing to um, own up to it. Not only refusing to own up to it, but instead pivoting to target um, to target marginalized communities instead as their main policy platform and to stoke culture wars. You know, that's what they do. And we've got to fight back. We have to fight fire with fire. I believe that strongly. That's my MO. That's how I operate. I'm going to call out the BS when I see it. I'm going to do my best to be bipartisan when I can, but when they are targeting my constituents, I will fight back. And that's what we need to do. Get everybody you can to mobilize and participate and help and let's get going. Well, thank you so much for being my guest today, Casey. Thank you You're for having gonna... me. Thank you. 
We're going to end this show with uh, a new song. This one is from Joe Walsh. It's called Song for a Dying Planet. And as I remind you every week, get registered, get informed, and go vote. And if you don't have anything nice to say, come sit next to me. Now here is Joe Walsh with Song for a Dying Planet. Is there anyone out there? 